Kyle Brandt's Basement is brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. Hey everybody, the Jets are on one right now. As I speak, they're flying west to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers, to speak with him, to break bread with him, to sit in darkness, maybe to woo, to see if he'll become the next New York Jets quarterback. We're going to talk about that and what happens if that doesn't happen. Uh, my favorite story of this week, one of the most feel-good stories of the entire NFL calendar, is happening right in front of us. And I have a hypothetical. I have something that I'm really, really excited could maybe happen. My dream in this NFL offseason, it also has to do with the quarterback. It also has to do with the New York football team. But it might not be the quarterback you're thinking of. I don't ask for much. I'm really asking for this. And I was asking for your predictions. Age like fine wine. We take your predictions, put them in an actual bottle of wine. We see what happens in like six weeks. And then we laugh at all of them and how bad my predictions were, how bad yours were. It's always really fun here in the basement. What day is it today? Tuesday? It should be a great one. Let's start with what I love, what I hate, and what is hilarious. Come on now. Oh man, you know, the New York Giants have to make a decision about Daniel Jones, like right now too. Maybe it's after you're watching this. Maybe it's right after you click on this, but it is right now as I am speaking about it. They have like tick, 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 tick. They're gonna tag this guy. They're gonna get a deal done. It's all very exciting. It's all quarterbacks and New York and big market stuff. And it's all going on right now. But I wanna talk about something that is not New, not New York. It's not anymore, it used to be. Um, and is the Pacific Northwest now. The Seattle Seahawks are gonna roll with Geno Smith as their quarterback. Kind of a surprise, but I think very, very cool. Hand up right now, I don't know how you feel about him as a player, as a person, I like Geno Smith. Uh, I've got to meet him a few times, I've got to interview him. He's cool, he's chill, he's respectful, he's a nice guy, he's easygoing. I really like him, and I really like that the story has ended this way for Geno Smith. It's not supposed to, it usually doesn't. He has had a wild, wild, unpredictable, really unprecedented football life from start to finish. And things that go dark places and unfortunate places and injuries and trades and cuts and all that, they don't end with you landing three, four, five teams deep and getting a big deal for a good team and a good franchise. It just doesn't end that way. And it does for him. And uh, I just I just want to tip the hat to Geno Smith. I think it's incredible what he's done. And I want to take a second now that he's got this big deal from the Seahawks, and we'll see how long he actually plays for him. It's never the money or the time that it seems to indicate, but he's there. He's going to be a Seahawk next year moving forward. I want to take a second to just really reflect looking back and just to remember as we're going through this quarterback cycle and the fast food news, just to hit the brakes for one second and say, damn, what Geno Smith has done is really impressive. The timeline. Let's just breeze right through it right now. I remember being a star at West Virginia, not so much a star as even just a sensation. Twitter loved Geno Smith at West Virginia. He is the very first football player that I personally remember LeBron tweeting about. It was a huge deal. It was all over SportsCenter. This quarterback at West Virginia is putting up huge numbers. And LeBron, the biggest star in sports, is tweeting about him. It's so cool. And Geno Smith, this is amazing. He shows up for the pre-draft process and starts turning on him. The story goes bad. You're hearing unprofessionalism, laziness. They don't like how he shows up for interviews, how he arrives, how he carries himself. Who knows what's really true? Who knows what was smokescreen, exaggerated, whatever. We know this. 
Never forget that Geno Smith showed up to the draft. He showed up in a suit with family members, whoever he was coming with, to the draft on that first round night and was not picked in the first 32. Just wasn't selected. This was not a Aaron Rodgers or Brady Quinn or Johnny Menzel who have to wait and wait and wait. They got to pick 32 and they didn't take him. Only quarterback they took in the whole first round was EJ Manuel to the Bills. Gino goes home, leaves. Imagine going there and sitting there for four hours with your family. You're like, we didn't get drafted. You go home and he could have gotten on a plane and really left New York. He didn't. He came back the next day, was drafted. In fact, immediately after Manti Teo, and he was drafted of all places by the Jets. The New York Jets, who already had Mark Sanchez and had Rex Ryan, and it wasn't going terribly well anymore. What is he getting into? That could have been a disaster. In fact, it was a disaster. He gets thrown in there as a rookie, because Sanchez gets banged up, Gino gets banged around. It doesn't go great. Injuries, struggles, injuries. And then he gets punched in the face by his own teammate in the facility and injured again, and becomes a punchline. What we would have called back then, but now a meme. They didn't really have that word back then. The New York Daily News, his hometown newspaper, decided to run these headlines after the Jets quarterback was cold cocked in the face by his own teammate. Daily News, deflate face. Deflate gate was big at the time, deflate face. Uh, Puncher teammate cut by Jets, gangrene pins hopes on Fitzpatrick. They even have a picture of Geno that looks as if he is grimacing or was just punched. Deflate face. The other one they run with. Next headline. This is a guy in their town, Geno Smith, punched by his own teammate. Luck of the jaw. Geno cold cocked by teammate over 600 bucks. Jets fans rejoice as quarterback out six to 10 weeks. That is cold. That is mean. That is callous. They're saying, oh, thank God, we got lucky and Gino got his face broken by a teammate over 600 bucks. Woohoo! Start the parade. Jerks. I have other words I could use. I'm not allowed to say them here. Um, that's how it went for Gino. That's the end of the story. That's it. You were the guy who got punched and didn't work out for the biggest media market in the world. And that's it. It's over. It wasn't over. The story never is over with Gino. He won't let it be over. Coach gets fired, gets injured again, gone, cut off the Jets. Signs with the New York Giants. Same town. He is the face of Eli Manning's starting streak being snapped. They finally pulled him out of there. Ben McAdoo. They put Geno in to be the first guy to start a game after, after Eli. He gets cut. Signs with the Chargers. Throws four passes. Cut. Signs with the Seahawks. Throws five passes. But he stays. He stays and he waits and he waits and he waits behind Russell. Russell finally gets traded. Gino steps up and you, me, and everybody in this whole industry that we do going into last year's Seahawks season says, Pete Carroll's not going to go into a season with Gino Smith. We're waiting. We're waiting on some sort of trade or free agent acquisition or some sort of draft pick or anything. No, he went into the season with Gino Smith and Gino Smith was really good. Really good. Geno Smith is so good, it makes you wonder that if he had landed in a different situation that wasn't with the tail end of the Rex Ryan Jets in that mess that the Jets were becoming, and if he had landed in a place with an offensive-friendly head coach and maybe a different media market and certainly some different teammates, maybe he's a pro bowler right off the, right off the, the gates. Because Geno Smith is really talented, he throws a great ball, and Pete Carroll, of all people, who also coached Mark Sanchez, it all comes full circle, said we want to be in the business with him, for sure. Um... Seven years since he was a full-time starter, he gets the job this year. He earns it. He kills it. 
there's a lot of funny, cynical stories going around. I like making fun of stuff as the next, much as the next guy. I like the Geno Smith story. I'm happy for Geno Smith. I saw him at the Pro Bowl in uh, Las Vegas. Looked great, threw great, well-liked, well-respected, and obviously people in Seattle who are used to really good quarterback play and demanded as an organization said, we're, we're keeping Geno. We love this guy and he's really, really good. Awesome story. It doesn't end that way. And for Geno, it did, and I love it. Let's move on though. Very similar, some similar strokes here, guys. What I hate. Started the show by saying that the New York Jets, the brain trust, the ownership, the brass, the man, they are apparently flying right now. They are based somewhat close to me down in New Jersey, more of Sandy right now. So maybe they're over Ohio, Pennsylvania, maybe they've gotten as far as Illinois, but they're going to California and they're going to sit down with Rogers and apparently make their pitch to say, we want you. And really, hasn't the message from the Jets changed really recently from we want you to we need you? Because Jets fans got a little tense after the Derek Carr deal, didn't it? Felt like you had a lot of options. Maybe you had a fallback plan, a plan B, a plan C, a safety net. I hate how it feels right now for the Jets. Let me tell you what I mean. Doesn't it feel like this is an all-in mission to get Rodgers? What happens if they don't? I hate where they are right now with this. Derek Carr will not be the Jets quarterback. He seemed like he was the front runner for a while to take over this thing. Here's where we land right now. Derek Carr, out. Let's say they don't get Rodgers. That Rodgers either A says, you know, I think I'm done. I think I'm going to walk away. I feel good and I'm healthy and I have made plenty of money and I have nothing to prove in this league. I think I'm going to retire. Thank you for your pitch, Coach Sala and Mr. Johnson, but I think I'm going to call it a career. What if that happens? Or what if it's just not right and he's just not feeling the Jets and it just doesn't feel like the right move to go to that division in this region and he decides to stay with the Packers and I'm going to play it one more year and I'm going to make tons of money and we'll take another run at this thing. Either way, what if he doesn't become a Jet? Who is your quarterback? Because these things are going to start falling. Carr, Saint. Rodgers, I already said, retire or stay Packer. Jimmy Garoppolo, say goes to the Raiders. Okay? Lamar Jackson gets tagged by the Ravens, sits around, doesn't want, they don't want to trade him. He's going to hold out a training camp. Basically, one way or another, stays a Raven. The Panthers need somebody. Who's the Jets quarterback? There is none of them. You thought for sure. All right, man, that'd be awesome if we got Lamar. That'd be really cool. Let's say no. Well, what, imagine if Rodgers was our quarterback. Let's say no. Derek Carr, that'd be pretty cool. He'd be, he'd be the best quarterback we've had in a long time. I'm already telling you no. Ah, Garoppolo, I don't know. But listen, he wins, right? And you have a defense and quarterback and receivers. And maybe we can do kind of a Shanahan deal over here. And, you know, Sala used to coach with Shanahan. Garoppolo could win. Let's say no. Where are you going? Are you going back to the draft? You can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. You cannot complete the trilogy of Darnold, Wilson, and whoever the hell you're going to mess up this time. You can't do it. So where do you go? The car thing really shook things up. Because any Jets fan I talk to really feel like they had a safety net. And it's reach for Lamar, hope for a miracle there, try to convince Rodgers, and then we got an absolute stud. And maybe we just, 
you know, Derek, for Derek Carr. Fine. Derek Carr, I'd be okay. That, that's a win. It's like getting a B on the project. We'll take a B. You can get through high school, college on a B, doing really well. It's fine. Not the A, but the B. The B's out. I'd say Garoppolo is the C. Who the hell else is out there? I'll get to my suggestion in a second. But I hate where it stands right now because if they leave California today, I don't know who's on that plane. I'm Sala, I said Johnson, I'm sure Hackett. And they're going to do there the, all the bells and whistles and they're going to sit in front of Aaron and they're going to talk about, oh man, we got this great thing here and we have, these, we have the offensive rookie of the year and the defensive rookie of the year and we got Quinn and Williams and we're going to do this and offensive line this and offensive line that. And if you can win in New York, nobody has won here since Namath. You'll be a legend. If that works, and Rodgers is super smart, and he's not going to be wooed by any sort of speech. He's going to want to go there for a couple of years. The whole thing that Favre went there after the Packers, I don't know if he cares about that or not, but that kind of looms. The guy from Chico, California, by way of Malibu and Wisconsin, is going to move to Jersey, which I've said many times I still can't see. And if he just says, guys, I love you, no thank you. And they leave California and fly back six hours back to Jersey. What is their plan? What is it? Is it Garoppolo? Do you start begging Garoppolo then? You have to have a living, breathing, warm body that is not Zach Wilson or Mike White or Joe Flacco to start week one of a very important Jets season. Very important. One, it's, it's go time for Salah. You got to win now. You have to. As much as you're well-liked and as pedigreed as you are and how much everybody respects you, you don't get three years of blah. Cliff Kingsbury made the playoffs, all right? He made the playoffs. Robert Sala's got to make the playoffs this year. You cannot have that talented of a young roster, and especially guys who have not been paid yet. You cannot be in that market. You cannot be in year three and be like, yeah, man, we tried, but just seven and 10 again. Can't figure out this quarterback thing. They have to figure out the quarterback thing. They whiffed badly with Wilson. You got to fix it. You cannot come back home without Rodgers. And if you do, Good luck. I, don't, I hate to say these three words. It's, it's starting to sniff like same old Jets if you don't get Rodgers. I hate it. I'm not rooting for it. I want a good quarterback with the Jets. I really do. I've said from the get-go, I don't think Rodgers is going to do it, but I would like it if he did. It'd be exciting. It'd be incredible. I don't like the way this is going. They better put a bag over his head and an ether rag over his mouth or something and drag him into that plane and get him back to New Jersey if he doesn't want to come. Don't come back without that guy. I hate it. I hate it right now. It's making me nervous just talking about it. Let's lighten the mood. Let's stick with a similar topic, but something that I find hilarious. <laughs> All right. So something occurred to me in my football mind today where there's just all these faces and quarterbacks faces just floating around you as a football fan you sort of feel like a baby lying in your crib and it's one of those mobiles that you wind up and leave the room and hope they don't start crying and you're so fascinated and wow there's Lamar and Rodgers and all these guys have been mentioned the whole show Garoppolo and then there's even like a little weird one over Baker Mayfield and there's tons of them all right and then you got all the new ones of the all these talented quarterbacks are coming out in the draft there is one face that I had forgotten about and that has sort of been ushered into relevance over the last 48 hours. This is called What's Hilarious, not 
what's gonna happen or what I predict will happen or not what I love. It's what's hilarious. And I think you can join me, my friends, in agreeing that if the Jets run out of the headline options at quarterback and they really need someone with significant starting experience, huge talent, a former number one overall pick and a veteran who's been watching and learning and sort of marinating on the bench for a while. Can you join me in agreeing that the most hilarious outcome of the entire NFL offseason, if not any NFL offseason, would be the New York Jets deciding that their hero, their savior, should be Jameis Winston? Can we get it? I want it. I need it. It is a content mushroom cloud that the likes of which have never been witnessed before. You think Rodgers to the Jets would create headlines, moments, memes, press conferences? Give me that beautiful, beautiful Jameis who is looking to be cut shortly by the, the Saints. He's currently a New Orleans Saint. Derek Carr's down there and Jameis is just sitting there, just sitting there. All the indications that he is going to become a free agent, it could be in the next five minutes. Now, do I want it just for the pure disaster of it? Yes. But I also want it because it's never just a pure disaster with Jameis. That's the lure of Jameis. Jameis hits you with the rope-a-dope. He'll throw for four touchdowns in a game. That's incredible. But there's three interceptions and two of them are returned for touchdowns. That's the Jameis experience. I genuinely think that when he is on the field, there is no more entertaining player to watch in the NFL. Purely entertaining. The facial expressions, the body language, the completely baffling up and down play, the press conferences, the W eating, all of it. Jameis, heavily flawed. As a player, certainly. As a person, probably. Drop that sucker into New York. Just roll the damn dice and think, we're the team that can take his incredible talent, incredible talent, just, just harness it in a little bit. Now remember, this is a kinder, kinder gentler Jameis. This is not going to be the reality. It's going to be a debacle when it happens. But this is how you convince yourself. We have to make it happen first. So Mr. Johnson, Mr. Sal, I have to stand in the mirror and be like, you know, he was down there in New Orleans. He was down there with a very kind of stern uh, Dennis Allen, and he was with Peyton beforehand. Everybody loves Sean Peyton. Everybody wants a piece of him. Jameis just sat on the bench, and he really just watched inexplicably as Andy Dalton played the Saints into nothing, and they refused to play him, but maybe Jameis has really kind of matured and grown up and learned, and he's going to reel back some of the mistakes, and man, he can really chuck that thing. He really can. He put up some big numbers, terrible numbers as well, but also positive numbers in Tampa. Maybe we can make this work. God, I would love it. Is there anything better in history than if Jameis was the quarterback of the Jets? It's so much better than if he was the quarterback of... You know, the Cowboys where it would just be sort of bloated and the Jerry Jones thing or the Browns and it would just not work and it would be sort of pathetic and we would all pity it really like we do now with their situation. Now the Jets, <laughs> the Jets, the, if you, the, if you thought that some of the Geno Smith headlines were cruel, can you imagine the giant turgid draft folder that the copywriters at the post and the daily news have? ready for them should Jameis become a New York Jet someday. It's so easy. His name rhymes with famous. We've been doing it for years. The headlines just write themselves. I can already picture the, the back page of him looking like this after a three interception game or after a five touchdown game. Jameis is not terrible. He's 
athletically schizophrenic. It's crazy what happens out there. Just as you think, oh my God, Jameis, that was like the best throw I've ever seen. You go, like, oh my God, Jameis, that was the worst throw I've ever seen. I need that in New York. I need it. If we're not going to do this thing big, if we're not going to do Rodgers or Lamar, let's do it fun. Let's do it big. Take the swing. Jimmy Garoppolo, that's like a nice base hit. Maybe you stretch it into a double. Okay, fine. Put it in Yankees and Mets terms. You're the Jets. That's fine. You know, somebody else, somebody more tame. I don't know. The Derek Carr would have been a nice stand-up double. Jameis Winston, former baseball player. That is swinging out of your cleats to try to hit a 600-foot home run. You'll probably miss. You might fall down and actually injure yourself from swinging so hard. But what if it hits? What if you just put it right on the screws and it's going to clear the entire stadium into the parking lot? That's Jameis Winston on the Jets. I don't ask for much. I don't care where Rodgers goes personally. I'm interested, but it doesn't affect me one way or another. Car, fine. Saints, eh, great. Lamar, eh. This one's right here. Can you imagine the buffet? The old country buffet of content we could get with Jameis Winston on the Jets. I want it. I need it. Once that Jets jet goes to LA or California, wherever Rodgers is, and he says no, go down to Florida where I'm sure Jameis spends the offseason and pick him up and bring him north. Can you imagine your Jets fans' friends if they were, if they were to sign Jameis? Ah, let's do it! Jameis! Jameis! We need it. We need it bad. I just talked myself into it again. Please go get him. That's what's hilarious. You know what else is? Predicting what we think is going to happen. I pretty much went strong on that one. We do a segment here, and it's called Age Like Fine Wine. Let's get into it. Hey, spring is in the air, and that can only mean one thing. Spring grilling. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to spring into something delicious with their semi-annual sale. With 50% off site-wide, grab all your favorites, like perfectly aged tender steaks, ocean-fresh seafood, juicy burgers, incredible air-chilled chicken, and decadent desserts. Yeah! Plus, when you go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code BASEMENT at checkout, you'll receive an additional $30 off your order. It's the perfect way to get fired up and spring into something special. Don't wait! Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code BASEMENT at checkout, and take advantage of this deal. Do it. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, and you're going to want to hurry because 50% off site-wide is only happening for a limited time. You feel me? Don't miss your chance to save. Visit omahasteaks.com, use code BASEMENT at checkout, and get an additional $30 off when you shop their semi-annual sale today. Minimum order may be required. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Checking the legs, checking the tannins, whatever it might be. 
and we're checking the takes. We're checking the inbox. Because I do have a bottle of wine here. This is actually a full bottle, which means I will drink it before I place your actual predictions about what we think is gonna happen over the next, let's call it six weeks. We put the call out. We said, guys, we did this for the regular season. We did this for the playoffs. Send us something, a prediction, a take, a vision, an epiphany that you have that you are so positive will come true. Between now and draft night, I will put it in this very bottle. After the draft, we will open it and we will see which of your predictions age like fine wine in Kyle Brandt's basement. You wanna get into it right now? Let's do it. We asked, you sent. Here are your predictions. We'll get to mine, I already gave you one. Let's go to the Twitter machine. This is what you sent at KB Basement. Noah, Noah, my man. All right, clean and simple. Rodgers to the Jets and Lamar gets traded. So Noah, you're saying that Lamar will get traded not to the Jets, but to a other, another quarterback needy team, which means, oh, you know, you name it, anybody could trade for him. The ones that come to mind are Carolina or Houston, lots of other places too, but you didn't name that, that's okay. Noah, we were writing it down right here. I will mark it, I'll put it in. This tweet will be read again after the draft. Noah, Rodgers to the Jets. Good news, Jets fans. Lamar gets traded. I don't know if that's good news, Ravens fans, probably not. Next, Noah's in. Noah, you're the first guy in the bottle, enjoy it. Danny, he says, Howie Roseman does not make two first round picks. All right, this is in the weeds a little bit about draft and, and the Eagles. Um, the Eagles have the 10 and the 30, all right? So they got two prime picks. You do not see a team dominate like they did last year and come a couple plays from winning the Super Bowl and have two first round picks. Danny is saying that Howie will, I assume, trade him for more picks and move back. Maybe you take the 10 and move back from the 30 or vice versa, but fine. Danny, you're in. If he makes three, if he makes one or four, it doesn't matter, you uh, will be right. But right now you say he will not make two. Moving on. Oh, NFL fashion advice. This is my man right here, I love it. He tracks all the, the beautiful aesthetics in NFL uniforms. He says for the first time in NFL history, quarterbacks will go one, two, three, four in the draft. This is good. This is good because he is right, it's never happened. He's saying that each of the four picks in the draft that happens in Kansas City will go quarterback. Not saying which teams, but doesn't need to. It has happened one, two, three, several times, including really recently, two years ago, Lawrence Wilson and Trey Lance went one, two, three. The 99 draft, one of my favorites, Tim Couch, Donovan McNabb, and Akili Smith through the Bengals, one, two, three. So NFL fashion advice, my guy here is predicting, you know, it'll go uh, Bryce, Stroud, Richardson, who the hell knows, four, really? All right, doesn't matter. This is not, this is not the time to dissect it. One, two, three, four, Dan Demand. Great Twitter handle, Danda man. He says, Lamar to the Panthers or Miami Dolphins is a real option that could happen. Dan, we need a real prediction that you're saying will happen. Don't give me two choices and say they're an option and say they could happen. We're still gonna laugh at you anyways. You hedged your bet. You're saying Lamar might possibly, you could make a case that will go to the Panthers or the Dolphins. Fine, we'll keep it anyway. We'll take it, thank you, Dan. Next, these are good. I'm gonna drink this whole bottle of wine after the show and then I'm gonna put them in there. All right, now this is interesting because this is not something that I'm seeing. Maybe they're talking about online, I haven't seen it. KP says, Saquon Barkley to the Bears. Wow. All right, so the Bears, 
It's interesting. David Montgomery is kind of considered their workhorse. He's a free agent. He's probably gone. Saquon, as we know, sitting there just waiting whether he's going to get tagged or a deal. And you're saying neither. They will not tag him. They will not sign him. Saquon Barkley to the Bears becomes their most talented running back out of, I don't know, since Neil Anderson, Cedric Benson, Peyton. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be pretty cool for Bears fans. Very expensive, though. I don't know. We'll see. KP, doesn't matter. You predicted it. Going in the bottle. Jets Optimist. When the Jets miss out on Aaron Rodgers, what is this? They will trade for either Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott. Jets Optimist, where are you going with that? And is really, is that your pie in the sky vision as an optimist for the Jets? Man, if only we could trade for Cousins or Dak. Does that do a lot for you? Why don't you just say trade for Mahomes while you're at it? We'll put it in, Jets Optimist. I don't know if that's farcical, but we're putting it in. Guy has a Sanchez jersey as his avatar. <laughs> Drafticipation. I, I don't know how to pronounce that word, sir, but it, or ma'am, but it's catchy. He says the Bills get Derrick Henry. Haven't seen a lot of that. I see that Derrick Henry might be moved. <clears throat> and the Bills, I think, are definitely going to part ways with Devin Singletary, but they still have James Cook. I hear there are responses to this tweet. Underneath it, it started some sort of fight after this guy said, then this guy, Paul Grosser, goes, Bills have no money. And then drafticipation. I can't say that word. Sorry, sir. He's going to do it pro bono. All right. Well, now you're just messing around in the wine bottle. You don't, Derek Henry's not going to show up pro bono. Get out of here. You know, you don't even get to go in the bottle. You know who gets to go in? Draft Blaster. Are these all these accounts that pop up around the draft and you make some sort of living or something covering the draft? God bless you. All right. Anthony Richardson. He's talking about the Florida quarterback coming out in the draft. Pulls an Inigo Montoya and lets everyone know he has been left-handed all along. Uh, continues. Lights up his pro day and cracks the double nickel completion percentage in his rookie season. Inconceivable! That's what I say. And yes, I found the Princess Bride sound drop that we played two months ago. Um, Draft Blaster, now, now you're, just, you're just belittling the segment. I don't think Anthony Richardson is actually left-handed, but it would be great because his completion percentage is really low, and so is his win percentage. But hey, man, you see him jump that vertical, baby? Woo-wee! Draft him! I like the Mandy Patinkin, Andre the Giant picture. Next, James Henry. Good strong name there, Jim. All right, this is the best submission we've gotten so far, I can tell already. Mark this down. All right, ready? Here's what James Henry predicts. So much so he's putting himself out there in the media and we're going to make fun of him if he's wrong or hype him if he's right. Jimmy G to Vegas. Ding. Baker Mayfield to the Buccaneers. Ding. Carson Wentz to Atlanta. Ding. Jameis to Tennessee. <laughs> Tannehill to Washington. And then he, <laughs> one of my favorite phrases in the prediction world. Book it. No quarterback changes in Green Bay, Baltimore, or the Jets. Here we go. That's how you do it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight predictions for one bottle. James, we could have done the whole segment just with your tweet. That's beautiful. And I love your dog in the picture. James Henry, great job. Jameis to the Titans, I guess. Um, Arnold Beltran says, Devontae Adams, oh, come on. <laughs> Devontae Adams, back to the Packers for Jordan Love and a couple picks. All right, so you're saying, I guess Rodgers is staying with the Packers because they're trading Jordan Love for Devontae Adams after one year in Vegas? That would be something. I like that one, actually. Why not? Arnold Beltran. 
Hopkins, all right, McWallop. McWallop says DeAndre Hopkins to Buffalo. He's gonna speak it into action. DeAndre Hopkins is going somewhere. Uh, his name is being thrown around a lot. Him and Diggs at the same time is awesome. I don't know, he costs a lot of money though too. Next, do we have any more? Oh, that's it, my predictions. Um, Jameis Winston to the Jets. Not really a prediction, just like a, a hope, and I'm saying a rosary and prayers that it gets to happen. And my other uh, long shot is Lamar Jackson to the Atlanta Falcons. Start to hear some things, you start to do some math. The Baltimore thing is, is all but completely broken. The Atlanta Falcons have money. They don't have a quarterback standing there ready to be their knight in shining armor. They drafted Desmond Ritter in the third round last year. Marcus Mariota like basically went AWOL from the team. He's gone. Uh, again, a desperate coach who needs to win. A history of winning Ryan and Vic, and now it's just kind of just nothing. And the NFC South is right there for someone who wants to take it. Can you beat the Derek Carr Saints? You can go to the playoffs and play at home. Lamar Jackson to the Falcons. That's my prediction. That's it, guys. That was really good. So I got some drinking to do, and you have some watching, paying attention, and hoping to do that when I read your tweets back in about five weeks, and I will, that you come out aging like fine wine, just like the screen says. That's it. That's what the show did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we say goodbye, I have a list of 20 topics. I'm gonna go to dartboard, Sky Cam, please. I walk over here by the hoop and Ben Wallace and the Peloton, and I have a dartboard. I've hit off the board many times, which just put holes in the drywall. But that's okay, it gives the studio kind of a charm. It's a basement. Uh, whatever number I hit, there's a corresponding topic, and I will just ad-lib some little goodbye rant with it. Today's number is a 15. That is number 15 in your program, and number one, in your heart. Talking vegetables. All right. Um, man, okay. Let me think. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, I like going for things that other people disagree with me on. I, I will stand up for cauliflower. I don't hate it. I really don't. I actually, you know when you come across cauliflower, I don't go around like making it for meals, but if you're at some sort of um, like a Super Bowl party or something, they'll get that Costco veggie platter with the little thing of ranch in the middle with the little, you know, plastic thing on the top you peel off. And everybody's hitting the carrots and the celery and I get it. I'll grab that cauliflower. It's there. It's, uh, it's not a popular item. It's weird looking. The texture's weird. The flavor's weird. All of it is weird. I think that's why I like it. We've also stumbled upon a pattern by which I like a lot of strange polarizing things like candy corn and peeps. I like cauliflower. Um, the one that I hate, I gotta tell you, sometimes I hate cauliflower. <laughs> it has, when it's cooked and it's steamy and it's all mushy and chewy, it's disgusting. I think it loses all its charm, all the snap is gone from that cauliflower and it just becomes this pile of mush. 
I see these maniacs, and by maniacs I mean people concerned about their health, who do like cauliflower pizzas. Just don't eat a pizza. Just have cauliflower then. Stop it with the cauliflower pizzas. What are you thinking? Can you imagine, like, what type of danger would your life have to be in for you to be forced to buy and eat an entire cauliflower pizza? I don't mind cauliflower. I like it. I, li I like pizza. I'm not eating cauliflower pizza. That's it. No segment in sports history in any show has said the word cauliflower more times than I have in this one. Cauliflower. I like it. It's my favorite flower. You guys are my favorite people. Thanks for joining. See ya. Love ya. Exit out the door. Exit out the garage, rather. I think my wife left the garage door open, so it'll be easy. Just close it for her. We'll see you tomorrow.